Hello everyone, welcome back. Uh, I hope you've come back because if not, you're missing out on my great guest for today, who is Jodie Steele, who is known for amazing shows like Heather's Wicked Babe. So amazing. All my friends love you. You're one of the biggest people I've had on the show so far. It's amazing. Thank you for coming on. Um, so, oh, bless you. <laughs> so I've interviewed recently Christina Modesto and Jen Caldwell and the thing you have in common with those is that you were in six which has taken the world by storm yes it has it really has <laughs> overloaded with it i've seen it my girlfriend's on tiktok and i see all the six don't lose your head is the biggest one i think and it's just yeah crazy. i think that's the biggest kind of hit isn't it from from the album it's just so catchy and so clever lyric wise and very current you know, we were all saying sorry, not sorry before it came out. Do you know what I mean? This is very, Toby just did it's such a genius job on that song. I mean, all of the songs, but I think probably the easiest one to sing along to. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so how did that part come about in six? Um, well, actually, I was in Rock of Age. Well, I have a funny story with six because <clears throat> I originally, there's a very, very old poster of six. Um, it is up in the arts and you can find it on Google. I might post it on my Instagram soon actually, because it's just funny. It's me in the first ever original photo shoot of Six before it was even a show. And I was, I think I might've been the more Bobo-y character because I had a one space bun in my hair. Um, and they they actually offered me the job after the photo shoot. Like, Do you want to come on board? And I, I was busy at the time and I, I couldn't. Um, but I remember thinking, gosh, you know, what a, what a brave choice of a show and idea and length of show, and, you know, concepts. Anyway, a few months later, <laughs> um, and I was like, damn, I wish I'd have put everything else off <laughs> and done that show. No, of course not, because I guess I wouldn't have done Heather's if I had done that. And Heather's is probably the show that's got the biggest place in my heart to date. Um, but when it came around, auditions were coming up for the UK tour um, and I love touring and I just rang my agent I said um, hey let's what can we do so she rang back and was like they want to see you I was like okay <laughs> um, so I went in and they saw me as either a Seymour or a Howard um, but actually it was Luce Luce from Bus who saw me as a Seymour but Toby and everyone else was like she's a Howard um, and I really I think I think I definitely wanted to play Howard as well. Um, and I wasn't expecting to get it at all. I was actually quite dreadful in part of the audition process. Um, but I did, I got, I got Howard. So that was amazing. And when my agent called me, I was like, Wah! I couldn't wait to join the Queendom, you know, it was such a big thing. And I was excited to kind of carry that torch along from Amy, who's one of my incredibly good friends. And yeah, just such an amazing thing to be a part of. So was six the show you were in when the coronavirus pandemic all started? Yes, it was, yeah. How'd that feel when they were like, oh, we're sorry, <laughs> you can't do the show for now because everything's been halted? Well, I actually, we were in Wolverhampton and it was the Wednesday. I came off the show and I was like, God, I feel really rough. You know where this is going. The next day I woke up with a horrendous cough. And... Um, I was meant to have an audition that day and it was my scheduled show off. And obviously then the government 
law had changed to if you have symptoms, you must stay in. So I had to ring my company manager and say, look, I have got a temperature because I also had a temperature and I do have a cough. I feel very under the weather. I cancelled my audition um, and I, I rang my company manager and she said, you're going to have to stay at home. So I was obviously off on the Thursday anyway because it was scheduled off and I had the Friday and Saturday off at Wolverhampton and I was allowed back to work on the Wednesday. And I couldn't wait to get back because I knew that a lockdown was going to be happening. And I just thought, please, please, please don't let my last show be when I felt under the weather. And I lost my sense of taste and smell. So yeah, I never got tested, but chances are I probably most definitely did have coronavirus. Um, I was very sick. And, but I was allowed back on Wednesday because it was only a week from the government at that point. <clears throat> and I couldn't get tested. So I was like, maybe I've just got the flu. Anyway, I was praying that it wasn't going to be the lockdown until I could at least go back to do one show. And on the Monday night, Boris announced the theatre closures. And that was it. And so I, I didn't even get to do the last show with the girls because I had corona. That must have been so hard for you. I don't. I can't imagine how hard that must be. Knowing it was horrible, was... and I cried. I think I even did a crying post on Instagram, and then I reflected the next day. I was like, "Shut up, Jody. People are dying. Shut the damn show. It needs to be shut. People need to stay indoors." And that's just what it is right now. And I feel sorry for so many people, and I'm devastated about what's happened. But I, I'm not going to feel sorry for myself or the situation because I feel sorry for everyone who's still struggling with corona and won't survive corona and the people who are losing their loved ones and so it just doesn't matter it becomes completely inadequate because it doesn't matter because everything else matters more than people going to work do you know what i mean so are there plans for you to go back to six after the pandemic or is it all up in the air still who knows <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say moving on quick <laughs> moving on then we should talk about <laughs> Heather's, which you also said has a very big place in your heart. That you said that that um, was one of the biggest shows for you. Yeah, Heather's was a dream come true. I didn't know much about the show, and then my boyfriend Liam Doyle, um, he <clears throat> did the workshop of Heather's at the other palace, and um, he uh, he said to me, I was in Wicked at the time. Uh, I think I was in China when he did it. In fact, was it Philippines or China? Must have been China. And he said, you know, this is, this is unreal. Like the, the fan following for this is just mental, Joe. You've never seen anything like it. And I said, I need to check out this musical. So I watched the bootleg. Oh, I know that's naughty, terrible. Um, don't watch bootlegs, people. Delete them. <laughs> um, and I fell in love with it. And everyone was messaging me like, Jodie, you need to play Heather Tana. And I was like, God, yeah, what a part. Like, well, people were messaging me before I actually watched the, boot watched the bootleg. And then after I watched the bootleg, I was like, oh. <laughs> And I never thought I had a chance. And I sent the self-tape off, you know, keeping all limbs crossed. And, and I ended up getting the job, which is just mental. And I will forever be in debt of the whole Heathers team for giving me that opportunity. Andy, Kevin, Larry, Ken Wrights, Lloyd Webber, Paul Tenemers. I will forever be in debt to them for giving me that job because it's just one of the best things that's ever happened to me. How long was it you were in Heather's for? I think we ended up doing about nine to ten months with both contracts. So it was a perfect length, really, to be honest. 
if they ever asked you to go back, would you? Um, there's been, <laughs> there's been discuss. it just depends. It depends on schedules. So you said, did you say you found out about it when you were in Wicked? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I found out about, um, about, I found out about Heather's as a show whilst I was in Wicked. I, then it was a year later that I ended up getting Wicked. I mean, Heather's. Does that make sense? That was really confusing if you got Wicked after you'd... So really... No, no, sorry, I got that wrong. Whilst I was in Wicked, I found out about Heather's as a show because I hadn't really heard about it much before. I knew it existed, but I hadn't ever listened to it. Um, and obviously Liam did the workshop whilst I was in Wicked. So I listened to the show during Wicked times. And then a year later, they announced the auditions for Heather's. And then I got Heather's. So I discovered Heather's during wicked that makes sense does that make sense that does make sense yeah okay <laughs> didn't before did it <laughs> no it did I, I i should apologize it did it did make sense i think i was just that winding you up. Fine. Just... i'm terrible at making sense of what i mean <laughs> um so yeah i saw a video of you singing defying gravity and it was i loved it so much it was one of my favorite defying gravities that i've seen oh there it are was... some terrible ones i think there's only a good one on youtube that i like and it's just the ending and it's sort of a live performance is it that one yeah yeah, that was alright. That was alright. Yeah. You can have that. <laughs> One of my favourites, yeah. Maybe I should put a link to it in the in the video so people can watch it. Oh, what would people be like? Link here. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll put it right at the end. So it's the last thing they see. So they're like, oh, the video's ended. What else should I watch now? <laughs> I'll put it there. So yeah, Wicked. Was that a big deal for you getting that because that's such an iconic role your alphabet that's like one of the most iconic musical theatre roles yeah i mean i still can't believe i did it and i would love love to do it again and i was i'd also love to play glinda um i i just really want to go back into wicked one day as either glinda or, or alphabet but um i remember auditioning for it at 24 and and getting that job and being like hey <laughs> um just incredible, incredible job. And I, I learnt Alphabet, obviously from the team, but from Jackie Hughes, who you should also go and search on YouTube because lungs, I mean, she's just incredible. Um, and then I did end up taking over full time towards the end of the contract. Um, but I learnt everything I needed to know from Jackie, who was just mentored me whilst playing the part. And I learnt so much on that job and I was so young, really to be doing it um and I think alphabets are normally like in their 30s aren't they I know there's a couple we've had like a set isn't there a 17 year old alphabet in Brazil or something crazy like that but yeah. the girls well yeah the girls voices are getting higher and more impressive because humans do you know we adapt and we improve in everything and so the youngsters coming out I'm like what <laughs> um but yeah I'd love to do alphabet again as a woman I think I was still a girl. I'm still a girl now. My voice is still like, hey. <laughs> um, so I kind of need it to break. Give me those kind of Tucker, kind of Alice Fern vibes, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and you wish um, to put the watching, give Jodie a call then. She'll, she'll do it off of her, I guess. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. I'd absolutely love to. Maybe when the time is right. I, I truly believe that timing is everything and that you get it if you're meant to and you, you don't if you don't that's so true so i i've only really done one show i did it when i was in school and i did fame which you've done probably a bigger production than i did but that was my first ever show and 
I was just wondering what your experience was with being in that because I love the show so much what was your experience being in it? Um, my experience of being in fame well it was one of my first ever jobs uh, it was Follies Follies Rent there Tina Arena Tour and then Fame so I did a few bits before it but it, all those bits kind of got me ready to play Carmen um, my dad you can't really see it well you can I guess see it in me a little bit but my dad has Spanish in him and my mum is Danish so you can kind of see my kind of weird mutt as I like to call it vibe <laughs> that's what I get called by my family a little mutt because a little mix um and um so I got to play Carmen and we dyed my hair brown and got to tap into that kind of Latino part and it was it was directed by Gary Lloyd who holds a very dear place in my heart and I've worked with him four times now who's obviously choreographer and Heather's as well um and I hope to work with him again and again and again and he again mentored me and pushed me and taught me and I learned how to be a leading lady on that job um again so young <laughs> um but it was a real triple threat part and put me on the map for that kind of that girl can riff and belt and dance and act and I've kind of gone down that path and I'm desperately trying to branch out into other other things and straight acting and films and um more kind of gritty parts but yeah that really did set me up and taught me a lot and showed me that was the job that taught me about keeping a little bit back so that your endurance would take you through week by week by week by week by week because that's the hard thing with musicals it's like being an athlete and doing the race every single night um so you have to learn to pace yourself and i learned that on that job do you have any tips for keeping your voice healthy when you're a singer? Yeah, so um, lots of sleep. I don't get enough. <laughs> I never get enough. Everyone's been getting so much in lockdown because I've got a caring job. So I'm doing about 60 hours a week. Um, one minute I'm starting at 10, one minute I'm starting at 5 a.m., like 10 p.m., then the next minute I'm starting at 5 a.m. Tomorrow I'll start at 6 a.m. So I'll be going to bed after this. <laughs> after I've done the work I've got to do. Um, and yeah, so lots of sleep um uh lots of water i'd say about four liters of water a day trying to speak i'm again really bad at this but i should really we should really aim to kind of talk quite gently so that you're not constantly pounding your vocal cords together yeah. get a great singing teacher you don't necessarily have to see them every week you're better off getting a slightly more expensive one who knows what they're talking about and seeing them maybe once a month um practice uh, if you feel like you're hurting or run down or ill, don't sing. Um, and make sure that when you become a professional singer, you don't fall out of love with singing. Amazing. Big one. <laughs> Sorry, if you can hear that. What is it from? Like Liam's doing a quiz with his family. Countdown. Can you hear it? Don't we'll get sued for copyright tonight. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I doubt there's I doubt there's that like that many high profile people watching that, that are gonna be like, We're suing you. Oh gosh, you imagine? Down watching, come on the show. Like, <laughs> we'll just sort out by <laughs> I'm <the> sorry. 
we'll have to bleep the whole section now, just if you think. You won't, <laughs> really? No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, hopefully people from Countdown aren't watching, but if you are, hello, I'm John. Hey. <laughs> um, we're getting close to the end of the interview now, which is sad because it's been amazing speaking to you but now comes the hard part where i'm going to ask you some strange questions that you might not be expecting okay so the first question i prepared you for and it is if you could be in any show for one night only with no gender stereotypes or age stereotypes full costume full lights full sound which character which musical and why evan and dear evan hansen amazing um i'm a big fan of sam Swati. I've only ever seen Dear Evan, Han Han uh, Dear Evan Hansen once and I cried my eyes out from beginning to end and left feeling uplifted but broken all at the same time. And isn't that what theatre is about? Surely. Something that resonates with you for weeks after. And uh, I listened to the, the back in the cast recording for months before it of since it's come out and I was just obsessed and no matter when I listen to it I love listening into the car in the car when I'm driving from like tour venue to tour venue always gives me shivers but after I watched it it just added a whole other level of understanding and connection with it and like just every human can take something from that show you don't have to be someone struggling with a little bit of autism or anxiety which you know is kind of the story isn't it really um you you can be a normal human being that that has worries or a parent or a child that has a strained relationship with a mum or someone at school who's been bullied any like everyone can take something from that show and just um the moment where evan admits to what he's done and sings words say oh my god like even talking about it gives me shivers i just yeah and parts like that that resonate so far with an audience way beyond the theatre walls is just what it's all about for me so I couldn't think of a better part to play we're all hoping we're always looking for a David Hansen cover now then oh I should do I shouldn't I really yeah what what one? oh yeah maybe maybe <laughs> you should yeah um second question I haven't prepared you for any more of these so they might surprise you. This is a, you cannot pick yourself for this. If they're making a musical of your life, who's going to play you? Mm. Usually I've asked you now and you in the future. Lauren Drew. Good choice. Because she knows me inside out and she loves me for all my flaws and my positives and she gets how my head works and she'd make me sound even better at singing. <laughs> Good choice. Um, next question is, this is a hard one. If you had to pick between only listening to one past recording for the rest of your life or listening every cast recording but never going back to it ever again what would you pick wait wait so do i have to answer you can both pick, 
No, so you can either, so the choice is, you can either listen to one cast recording as many times as you want for your whole life, yeah. or any cast recording, but you can only listen to it once. So you've got the choice oh. of everything. Once you listen to it, you can't do The latter, because new music is what excites me. So the latter, always keeping it fresh, even if I loved it so much. My Alexa's just gone. Alexa, stand by. <laughs> now we're going to get seen by the Alexa people. Oh, oh sorry. No, she's. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no. Uh, yeah, the latter. I just listen to it once, but then be able to listen to all of it, even if I loved it and wanted to listen to it again. You have to hear new things. So the latter. That would kill me because I don't know how I'd feel about not being able to hear Hamilton more than once. <laughs> or Darren Hansen. Oh, Never hear a word fail again. Um, <laughs> next question is, if you had to pick between never hearing music again or never seeing colour again, what would you pick? Never seeing colour again. Is that an easy choice for you? You just... Yeah. I, think. I feel like I'm asking this question expecting like a, oh, but then I realise you're all musical theatre people, so you're going to be like, music, I want to listen to that forever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, music. Um, before I love musical theatre, I love music. Music has always been, because I was a singer-songwriter before I went into music theatre. It's my biggest love, hundred percent. Amazing. Um, I'm trying to think if I've missed any questions. Yeah, two more. If okay. you had to choose between never singing again or being a badly singing sheep for the rest of your life, what would you pick? <laughs> badly singing sheep. <laughs> you'd be a badly singing sheep, like, but you'd have to like if you choose sheep you turn into a sheep. So you can remember eating normal human food, but you can never eat it again. You remember all yeah, the things- Yeah, screw it. I'd love to know what it feels like to be a sheep. I couldn't be me and not sing. I couldn't, I couldn't live my life without singing. Good choice. So I'd be a sheep instead. <laughs> I love the reactions that I'm getting off everyone and I'm like, be a singing sheep and they're like, oh, I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> I was doing a Q and A and I felt quite jealous because I did a and a with some of the six cast and there was one person that paid for a ticket and he asked the question, if you could be a sandwich, which sandwich would you be? And I was like, why didn't I think of that? Oh, that's such a good question. What would I be? I'd, I'd be a wrap. I'd be a sweet chilli chicken wrap. Yeah, but if a wrap a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I'd be a BLT. I love a BLT. Good choice, because I'm not accepting rap. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. BLT. <laughs> um, final question. If you could be any Disney princess, which one would you be and why? Brave. Oh, yeah, from Brave. Good choice. Yeah, because she stands by what she believes in and she's not afraid to take risks. Good choice. Um, we've come to the end, and it's really sad because it's been so much fun interviewing you. You've been amazing. I just called um, Meredith Brave, didn't I? I meant Meredith from Brave, but Brave. Meredith. <laughs> <is> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been amazing having you come on the show. Thank you for it's having me, my darling. Um, final thing that I need to ask you. Well, there's something I need to say to everyone before we finish, but I also need to say to you, what's your advice for everyone in lockdown now? Listen to your body every day. If one day you can get up and be proactive all day, great. If one day you wake up and you just want to watch movies all day on your sofa, also great. Because in a weird kind of way, 
we'll never get well hopefully we'll never get to do this again where you're forced to stay at home without any distractions so as well as using the time to be proactive and busy and achieve things use it as rest amazing you heard it from the superstar thank you for coming on the show you if anyone wants to follow you how do they do that on social media Oh, I'm on Twitter, Jody Sam Steele, and Instagram, Jody Sam Steele, J O D I E S A M S T E L E. Okay, amazing. Um, just to let everyone know, this video is with the aim of trying to make money for acting for others. So I'm yeah. going to put a link in the description. I get the point on, which is fun because I don't get, I've always wanted to do that. Uh, do you have anything you want to say about acting for others? Um, it's an incredible charity. I've done lots of things um, for this charity before and I will continue to. Um, please support them if you can. Um, they help so many people. So just please subscribe. Even one pound from you who's watching now. If 100 people watch this video, then that's 100 people. That's a hundred pounds, isn't yeah. it? There you go. Quick maths, Joe. That's a hundred pounds for such an incredible cause. So please, please, please. Um, yeah, everyone donate down below. So yeah, um, thank you again. It's been fantastic. Um, I'm just. I'll finish off by saying to everyone that you just need to remember my one piece of advice that I say at the end of every video.